Hey, welcome back to the podcast. It's Caroline and Molly here today to talk about our most recent book that we read. But first, we thought we would do a little bit of a catch up and see what we're all doing these days. So Caroline, why don't you tell us what's up with you and what is on your bookshelf? Yes. So it's Caroline. <laughs> um, I have been... Yeah, I was in a bit of a slump after a Paragon, not gonna lie. But then um, I'm reading The Sound and the Fury for my lit class at school and really loving that. Um, Not so much of a fun time, but a really fun intellectual time. And then I finished our book this time next year, which is what we're going to discuss today. But after I finished that, so aka this morning, I started reading Normal People by Sally Rune. And I'm calling it, I think it's going to be like my top book of the year. I just, I think it is. I'm only like halfway through, but I have a feeling it's going to be up there. So I'm very excited to keep reading that. That's amazing. I'm so happy for you. I am as well. Like... It's been a while since I've read a book and I'm not rushing to get through it. Like, I don't want it to be over, but at the same time, I'm not, like, turning the page super fast. I, like, want to savor every word and I, like, enjoy going back and rereading paragraphs. It's just immaculate. Immaculate. Yes. I am so happy for you. (laughs) Everyone needs a book like that to get out of a slump. I might have to borrow this. Oh, yeah. Well, I've already said, promised the book to two other people, so (laughs) you're going to have to get in a long line of suitors, but yeah. Damn. Oh, I also read some uh, sapphic uh, pirate sci-fi, which was something I didn't even know I needed in my life, but it was great. Um, So, yeah, that's that's all I have to update. (laughs) Wow. <laughs> well, that's great. Um, I've, I've been in a little bit of a reading slump, but it's not, it's not because I don't know what to read. It's because I have so many good books to read that I can't decide which to read. So I'm just reading a lot at the same time, which I hate doing, and it's actually a really terrible idea, but I can't seem to stop. <laughs> but right now, some of my favorites, um, I'm reading Feminists Don't Wear Pink and Other Lies, and it's just a collection of essays from women, uh, a lot of like really famous people talking about feminism in their lives. And it's so good. It's, it's beautiful. And I love the writing. It's, it's very funny some of the time and it's really poignant. And it's just, a, I don't know, I feel like it's really validating to hear about everyone else's experiences and all of that. And I love it. So I would highly recommend that to anyone. And then I also started, it's called Gulp. It's uh, Adventures in the Elementary Canal. <laughs> and it's by Mary Roach. Um, and it's just about, like, the body and um, the journey that our food takes. So Wait, that what canal? So right up my alley when I finally get around. Um, the Elementary Canal, like, mouth to anus. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking, like, a le- like, a literal canal, like, the Panama Canal canal is that a canal but that's i was not on the same wavelength no we're talking about like our body 
Um, <laughs> it'll be fun, though. I'm excited nice. to read that. And, oh, gosh. I'm reading something else, too. And I don't... You can tell how invested I'm in it since I can't <laughs> even think of it. Yeah, I'm drawing a blank. But basically, there's a lot of books right now that I want to be, like, devoting myself to. And I just haven't been because I've just been so excited about all of them. And I also took a two-day break to read this time next year, which was just super fun. And um, I read it really fast because it was a quick read. I was literally so excited because I thought I was going to finish the book before you because I got it before you. Um, But then I literally, I drop it off at your house. And the next day you text me, have you started the book? I'm like, no. And you're like, I finished it. And I was so sad because I wanted to be the one to finish it first. <laughs> it's okay, Caroline. I We finished it around the same time. At least you didn't make me wait a month this time. Yeah, I, I got on it. I mean, it was pretty fast to read, but shall we hop into it then? I mean, we're already here, so. I think we should. The cool. only other update I have is that it's currently snowing Woo! and there is some snow on the ground. Yeah, and it makes I me so happy. I'm really excited about that. Onto our roof, and there is chimney smoke rising. It is glorious. All I want to do is go skiing. I'm just going to put that out there. That's all I want. I know. What a Christmas scene. Yeah. Yeah, it is a well, sad December. I'll tell you that. I will tell you that too, but this is like a, this was a fun holiday ish read, so. I don't know. Let's let's talk about it. Yeah, Overall, I think it's... What do you, do you think? Yeah. What, okay, first question. Would you recommend to a friend? Um, yeah. I mean, I don't think I would give it a glowing review. I wouldn't be like, this is the best book you, you'll ever read. Like, yeah. No, but it was a fun-ish romance. I mean, what more can you want? Yeah, I mean, if the person liked romance, I would recommend it. But... I don't know. I guess it's, like, a fun read for around the holidays. If you don't, like, love Christmas or you don't celebrate Christmas, you can still kind of get that holiday cheer from New Year's, I guess. And there's not a lot of books about uh, the, the New Year's romance. <laughs> I don't know. That's my That's my recommendation, I guess. If you don't like romance, don't read it. Like, I don't know why you would, but don't. <laughs> No, it's it's not going to be the best book you've ever read. It probably won't even be, like, it's not going to be on the top of your list, basically. No. But I don't also, know. Like, it even, was fun. Yeah. For a romance, there wasn't that much romance in it. Like, they were, ba- like, two main characters who are supposedly falling in love barely have any interactions. So, I don't oh. know. <laughs> that made me angry. I mean, I liked the friendship, kind of, but it was marketed to me as a romance novel, and that's what I want, but it was mostly about the friendship story and, like, her personal development, which is not bad. Like, you need that in a good book, but there were barely any scenes with Quinn, the um, the character. Oh, we should probably do a little um, a little summary of the book, like, a oh, non-spoiler right. thing. So there's these two characters. Right, They're from I... Britain. <laughs> and nice. Um... <laughs> anyway, they were both <laughs> born on the same day and basically 
New Year's Day. And New Year's Eve and New Year's Day confused the shit out of me. Anyway, not the point. But they were both born on New Year's Day. <laughs> How and is that confusing? I don't... It just is. Because it's like, I think New Year's Eve should be on New Year's Day. But then it wouldn't be the Eve. Eves just confuse me. Christmas Eve also <laughs> confuses me. It's, it's literally, it's the holiday before the holiday. That's, like, that's the point of view. But it's why? <laughs> anyway. Because they're fun holidays. So you want to yeah. celebrate them twice. Yeah. Why not? But, okay, one of, okay, this is too long an explanation. These two babies are born on Christmas, no, New Year's Day. Like, the, they're the first babies to be born on New Year's Day, and... It's basically, like, they keep crossing paths every New Year's, um, without really knowing it, until eventually they meet, and they kind of have a rivalry, because one of them got this, like, prize money for being born first, while the other one didn't, and then one of them stole the other's name. Anyway, there's a little bit of an, a rivalry, and that's how we kick off the romance. That's a pretty good summary. Yeah. I like that. Um, I don't know. I guess, like, there were some things I liked about it, but I thought it was just kind of a weird... I I didn't like how it was so split. It was, like, almost every other chapter, it was alternating between present and past, and I just don't feel like this book... I just don't feel like that could really handle it. It, We needed a more, like, of a meaty book for that to be a thing, and it just didn't work. I did not like that. Yeah, I mean, I like... I didn't mind it because I was I was still semi interested in like the background stories, so it wasn't like I wanted to skip those chapters. But they really didn't add much to the story besides like showing how their lives have kind of paralleled each other, um, which like I don't know, kind of unnecessary. And they could have just done a lot more developing them in the present because there was. Also, yeah, because there wasn't much, like, actual interaction between the two. Like, they would see each other once a month for, like, a year. And then towards the end, they started to see each other more often. But then there was, like, another three-month gap where they didn't see each other. And then they see each other on New Year's again. So they have probably a total of, like, 20 interactions throughout a whole year. And you're supposed to just accept the fact that they really like each other. Yeah, I... It was almost like the author wanted to tell us that they liked each other, but she didn't really give it to us, you know? We kind of had to fill in a lot of it, and I hated the timeline. I did not want to read this book spread out over a year. Like, it just, it felt so jolted, and it just made me wonder what happened between, and, like, all of that stuff. And, yeah, like we said, there's, there's not any interaction between them. And, I don't know, I, but because of, like, even without the interactions, I did like the characters, which is a big part of a book. I yeah. really liked Minnie, and I liked her friendship with Layla, and I thought that Quinn was uh, seemed like a nice guy. Yeah, I feel like kind it's going to sound like I'm bashing the book, probably, throughout this episode, but I would give it, like, a three stars out of five. Like, it was just, it was good, but... There are a lot of complaints I have where it could have been so much better, you know? 
Exactly. But I'm not mad that I read it. I'm happy I read it. It was kind of cute. Um... The only, okay, I wanted to say one thing I really did like about it was kind of how the relationship developed. It felt realistic, despite the fact that it was so spread out. But the actual content of it felt like something that could happen, which I suppose some people might say, well, I read these books to, you know, escape. And yeah, that's true. But I also... I want to believe that something like this could actually happen to me. And so the fact that it's realistic felt comforting. Like, she she talked about liking him and kind of it developing. And then he was pushing her away and she was, like, still into him. And she was wondering if she just was going to be friends. And then she, was like, felt so rejected. And then she kind of turned him down again. I don't know. I just liked that. I thought that that was... It wasn't like he came running back to her and she just launched herself at him open arms and was like, yes, my man has come to save me. Yeah, no, the writing was good. Like, it felt realistic enough. Like, it didn't rely too heavily on random coincidences. Like, there are a few of those, which I think happen in, like, every romance novel where it's like, oh my god, you're here too? Crazy. Um, But it wasn't, like, so many of those that it felt unrealistic. Um... But yeah, okay, one thing about the plot is most of the plot is honestly about Minnie's pie business, which I think was interesting to an extent and would have been a great side plot, but why did this romance novel suddenly become a novel about this woman trying to make her pie shop run? Like, I was semi-invested in that narrative, but I didn't (laughs) want it to be the whole thing, but yeah. Also, that majorly. I hated Minnie's character at the beginning. Like, the first chapter put me off so much. Also, Greg was just being an ass in that chapter. Greg. Oh, Greg. Sucks, but I know we're not supposed to like him, but really, good gosh, he was not fun. But, like, the I first... can attest to that. Caroline sent me a text after. Like, she said she started it, and then an hour later she texts me, she's like, I hate all of these. This book makes me irrationally angry. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I wish she had to finish it. <laughs> I got past that. Like, I started to like them more as the chapters went on. But yeah, that first chapter was very off-putting to me. Like, there was this whole thing about she, like, gets thrown up on, and she has to take her, like, shirt off, and she's wearing a tank top underneath, and not once not twice but like five different times they mentioned how like inappropriate her tank top was and i'm like it's new year's and it's a tank top y'all need to calm down and like she she herself is like oh my god i'm so slutty for wearing a tank top and i was like barf what century are you living in it's 2020 second of all then like her boyfriend greg is tells her you should go put your shirt back on her shirt that's literally smells like barf because someone threw up on it like what kind of person makes their girlfriend go put on a barfed on sweat like sweater because they're wearing a gray tank top that like that scene made me so mad and it's (laughs) never like pointed out that that's not okay like she agreed with him which just drove me insane I was really at first when that happened I thought this was gonna be something that 
made us hate Greg more, but I was like, I don't need help hating Greg. <laughs> but I thought that that was going to fuel my hatred. But no, she talks about how he kindly said to her, go put on your shirt. Um, saying to someone to put on their barf shirt to cover up their tank top that's probably only showing, like, two inches of cleavage, that is not kind. No, and what the fuck? he should have just <laughs> defended her. It's like, not every single person at a black tie party is going to be staring at your boobs. Yeah. Uh, like, and honestly, if they do, just, I don't know, flip them off or something. <laughs> right? Jesus. Leave, Ugh. leave the party, Minnie. Yeah. And, like, it switches to Quinn's POV for that scene, and he literally says she was wearing a casual tank top. A casual tank top. That does not imply, like, anything, like, too promiscuous. Ugh. No. I Honestly, that, that paragraph would have been better suited from Quinn's point of view, describing her, like, firm D-cup boobs. Like, that would have been better. <laughs> Jesus. Okay, okay, speaking of that, there was, like, no... There was one kiss. One kiss. One kiss. That's okay. all. That's all we got. Can we talk about... I thought we were going to get into this a little later, but I think <laughs> that we need to talk about the the scene that replaced a certain sex scene that was actually way worse when oh he's force-feeding her a banana. <laughs> I, like, can't even... I can't think about that scene. Can't it makes me want to cry. It's so... I went back and I tried to reread it because I was like... It can't be as bad as I remember it being. And it was worse. It was so much worse. Oh, I found it. What Should page? we read it? 241. Oh, do you want to do a dramatic reenactment? I would love to. Do you want to be Quinn? Sure. <laughs> I'm okay, not going to make it through. <laughs> okay, where do we want to start? <laughs> also, Quinn. Quinn doesn't know what Ratatouille is. Drop him. Drop him right now. <laughs> it's not worth it. No, you... The last paragraph of page 240 is where we are beginning this. Okay. Are you ready? I'm actually going to vomit. Quinn reached for the banana. <laughs> Minnie grabbed his elbow. And then what followed, Minnie could only describe as a sort of play fight, which ended up with Quinn pinning her on the sofa and taking the banana from her hand. Minnie suddenly felt very aware that she was not wearing a bra. I'm not eating it, she said, still in character. You can't make me. Can't I? (laughs) (laughs) No! (laughs) Okay. Said Quinn in his voice in an even deeper... Okay, I can't do a British accent. I just... I don't know what this is. He's talking in an American accent in this scene, actually. So you're you're good. So I need to be British-speaking American. I can do that. (laughs) I have very persuasive powers. He peeled the banana and held a piece to her mouth. (laughs) Minnie pretended some supernatural force was taking over her body. Oh no, not the banana, she said breathily, putting her mouth around the chunk he was holding out for her. (laughs) (laughs) She started eating it. (laughs) with her eyes closed and when she opened them their eyes met he was looking at her wide-eyed oh god how had this suddenly gotten so weird yeah that's what i was wondering as well (laughs) wait this lesson is as good and now they were engaged in some kind of sexy fruit themed role play 
And I present to you the worst scene in any romance novel I have ever read. Why does that Uh, exist? I just don't understand how the author let that happen, how her editors let that happen, how anyone who loved whatever Sophie Cousins let that happen. Like, oh my god, give us, I don't know, give us another makeout sesh, give us another sex scene. Don't give us that. Yeah, literally would rather have a very graphic portrayal of them banging than whatever (laughs) that was. Because, like, I I don't know, something about it just makes me deeply uncomfortable. But, yeah, like, I get so much secondhand embarrassment just thinking about living through that. (laughs) I don't know. It's just very unfortunate. And traumatic so <laughs> and like to give us that but no actual sex scene and one very short makeout sesh is just like strange to me very strange i know strange decisions I mean, yeah she's she's a weird gal i want to talk about my favorite character of this whole book the most side of the side characters clive clive uh, yes clive deserves the world <laughs> I know. Why didn't she end up with Clive? Right? I mean, he's married, so that's why. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Hear me out. If I was to write this novel, this is how I would have... The pairings that would have ended up together. Okay. What's uh, her mom's name? Do you remember? Connie. Connie. That's Minnie's mom's name? Yes. And then Tara is Quinn's mother. Okay. Connie and Tara... They garden together. You know how Connie's been like, she doesn't really believe in love and she's kind of a grumpy Gus. Well, Tara makes her realize it's because she's been gay this whole time and she <laughs> leaves the clock husband. Although I do love the clock husband, I would feel bad for him. But, and she goes and lives with Tara and they garden their way into old age. And then Minnie. I don't know. I guess Minnie and Quinn are fine, but Minnie and Leela, supreme. <laughs> also, but, okay, but I love Leela Ian as Ian. well. Yeah. Liked, we want Leila and Ian to be together. Okay. They're so cute. Yeah. That's fair. All but but Connie and Tara supremacy, just saying. <laughs> that would be that would be so good. No, I think that we should have a whole side plot where Greg is on the London Bridge, and then someone comes and pushes him off, but they, they don't catch him, and so he just falls, and then he dies. What? He's <laughs> not that bad. They just weren't and right. <laughs> and then he plummets to his death. <laughs> With all of his puns. and Oh my god. His puns made me cringe as well. I was like, like, I, I love a good a pun, don't get me wrong, but yeah. there is a, pla- a moment many. and a time for everything. And there's also a moment and a time to not tell someone to cover up their, like, tank top because their boobs are hanging out, and that is, you should never tell someone to yeah. do that. <laughs> Fuck you, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, okay, but back to Clive. Clive is the nicest man ever to exist, and he deserves the world. The one funny thing that Greg said was a text in which he, he sent to Minnie after they, Clive, sat them down to have their, like, Oprah Winfrey-esque, um, you know, relationship ending, like, I forgive you 
talk and he was like am i living with the ginger oprah winfrey <laughs> i just thought that was that was funny we yeah the text that, that clive sent her after they broke up made me like him more it kind of redeemed his whole character but you mean greg oh yes greg not clive <laughs> ah sorry okay and then greg just irrationally hates clive because he doesn't want to have a roommate and because like, he uses his keurig but he lives off. there like what two days of the week and he seems like the nicest dude <laughs> Right? You should enjoy Clive while you get him. You should be lucky that you get to live with Clive. If I even saw Clive on the side of the street, I would I would be so grateful. <laughs> exactly. He's he's gracing you with his presence, Greg. So yeah. you can you can Easy. sacrifice like two two Keurig baskets or whatever they're called. Right. Yeah. But okay, <sighs> Clive had Okay, I really I didn't like Minnie that much. Um she kind of annoyed me because of, like, her whole, like, being... Okay, one thing. Okay, <laughs> bone to pick real quick. The fact that her and her mom are so pissed about this random lady stealing their name that they make such a big deal out of it drives me insane. Like, the scene where Quinn and her exactly. first meet... Exactly, forget it already. Yeah, I was like, it is literally just a name. It's literally just a name. And... When her and Quinn first meet, and Quinn's like, oh, haha, that's funny, but it's just a name. And she's like, to you. <laughs> I was like, oh, bitch, calm down. <laughs> okay, and then she's just immediately assumes that he's a pretentious asshole, but that's actually her. Like, yeah. She was being Literally. a pretentious asshole, and she had no reason to be. And, like, Quinn had every reason to be, yet he totally wasn't. He was actually a nice guy who was funny. He just... Ugh. Yeah, I, I don't know. I didn't love Minnie, but, like, I didn't hate her. She yeah. was an entrepreneurial businesswoman who wanted to give pies to elderly people. She, she definitely grew on me, but, like, her f- opening scenes really put me off. Not gonna lie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, the whole thing with, um... Oh, gosh. Quinn. The whole thing with Quinn saying that... Just, like, using the fact that he couldn't commit to anyone as an excuse. What was that? Why was that such a big thing in Um, the second half of the book? Yeah, I don't know. It was like (laughs) there needed to be something keeping them apart, I guess. And, I mean, I I love that he went to therapy and got his mental health good, but it was also kind of random. I don't know. (laughs) Got his mental health good. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I I just really, it really put me off Quinn that he kept using that as an excuse for, like, why all of his relationships failed. Yeah. And then he was just going to tell that to Minnie, too. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I vibe with people with commitment issues because I am one. <laughs> wow. Um, We're getting deep here today. Anything else you want to share? So, I don't know. It didn't really bother... That didn't really bother me that much. Um, I feel like I had... It bothered me because I felt Minnie in that situation. Mm. I was like, oh, oh, he's not good for you. I he's do. He's not good for you. Just, like, stop being blinded by him sometimes being funny. Like, meeting you every Sunday at a pond to swim, he's just <laughs> leading you on and, like, dragging him behind in, like, the dust and horse shit. <laughs> Were, were these characters even good for each other? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, but they lasted their 
Their little spark managed to not fizzle out for an entire year of misconnections. True. Actually, an entire lifetime. <laughs> oh my god, you're so right. It was meant okay. to be. One other thing that I just want to I just want to get annoyed about is that they had like quite a few scenes of the flashback chapters were set on that vacation to India, and there was a whole thing about the flea bag dog, and then we learned that Quinn and his girlfriend Jaya were there. And, like, and then we never come back to it. I don't know. Maybe it was that they both saw that they both felt for the dog. But that needed to be stronger. There's something needed to have happened there. Yeah. It. I mean, yeah. Otherwise, there was no point in taking us there. And <laughs> there really wasn't. No. <laughs> um, yeah, I think a lot of the flashbacks were pretty weak in their usefulness and purpose um but i mean i guess they were kind of fun but i don't know yeah overall though i'm happy that i read it it was it was kind of it made me want to read it like i didn't i stayed up late reading i had fun i feel like that's all i wanted from a holiday book yeah i wasn't expecting big things that's for sure but yeah i probably will forget about it in like a few days not a few days like a year <laughs> but i have an i should have a big announcement for everyone for all of our fans big um, announcement <laughs> woo <laughs> so i love romance novels like i love them and i love christmas a lot and i love christmas romances there that's like the the king genre i've never read a not... christmas romance well that's because all of them suck. They are not <laughs> You just good. said it was like, the supreme genre. <laughs> movies. The movies are good. Um... But but the books? Like, I just want to read a fun holiday book that's inclusive and well-written and has a decent plot. And is that too much to ask for? Because apparently it is. So, I just decided to write my own. So, I've been working on my own holiday novel. And I'm having a lot of fun. And it's just making me, like, read in a different way. And I love it. So I've taken to reading really bad books because then they make me feel better <laughs> about my own writing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> this one has good writing, though. So it has that. That's true. Yeah. I, I liked that. So that was I definitely think this like author has potential. And even this book had a lot of potential. I think it could have been really good. But when you're, um, when your standard for romances is, oh, my God. Red, white, and royal blue. It's real. It's hard. To, it's hard to live up to that. Just saying. It, it's impossible. Yeah. I I love the cover art. I mm-hmm. love the color scheme and the stars. If Gorgeous. a book has good cover art, I am bound to read it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Do judge a book by its cover. You know why? Because that means someone cared enough to put in the effort. Exactly. They believed in exactly. that book. Oh, although I did, okay, that sci-fi slash pirate book I was talking about, that has horrible cover art, but it's still pretty good. If you want to check it out, it's really? called The Abyss That Surrounds Us. <laughs> but, Is that the TikTok that you sent me? N- no, no. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, good. we were joking that we're going to read um, Kissing the Coronavirus next, so... <laughs> Let us know if you want us to read that. We don't have a new book picked out. Oh, I thought you told me. Oh, never mind. That was 
Um, I suppose we'll have to just update everyone later. Yeah. Sorry, guys. That You're going to have to wait. Fail on our part. <laughs> Epic fail. Maybe we'll play the audiobook that I created for my, um, the, like, the dragon novel that I wrote when I was 10. It's 10 minutes a live long, so reading. it be a fun bonus. <laughs> uh, I feel like that's all I have to say about this book. Yeah. I don't have anything more. But I think Quinn could do better. Yeah. Frankly, Quinn, uh, reevaluate your decisions. Just saying. Okay, I think that Quinn would thrive if he went... So, he's obviously really successful. He has a lot of money, which go him jealous he he decides to take a two-month yeah decides to take a two-month vacation and he just he goes to this i don't know he just goes on this like eat pray love-esque journey and he starts meditating and (laughs) he meets this i don't know he he just goes on this spiritual journey and his he's can do that finally because his mother has connie and they're happily engaged living in their new house Oh my god, what if this was a romance novel just between Connie and Tara? I'm just saying. I'd read that. I'm just saying. (laughs) I think that we should write the sequel to this book where we include Quinn. Like, in the first chapter, he dramatically dumps Minnie. Dramatically. He He chucks her off a bridge with Greg. (laughs) (laughs) Yes! (laughs) That would be so good. Let's let's petition Sophie Cousins to write that sequel. Uh, Let's write her. You know the um, there's like this author duo called Christina Lauren. Have you ever read their books? No. They write like almost solely romance, but they're like two childhood best friends who write romances together, and I feel like that could be us. I don't know I what our name that. would be, but... Well, my best friend has agreed to be my editor on my book, and so she she just, like, gives me all the best ideas and edits my work, and it's Cute. great. Nora. Yeah, we love her. Nora, if you're listening, shout out to you. I love you. <laughs> That's all I have to say. Um, <laughs> I think Nora is the only one who actually listens to it, so... <laughs> Nora should be on the podcast. I was just thinking that let's have an episode where Nora's a guest. She can read our next book with us. Oh my god, Nora, you can pick the next book and then we'll have you on because we can't make decisions. (laughs) This is perfect. I'm not going to tell her about it until she listens to it. Yeah, this will be the test to see if she actually listens to the whole thing. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Without me sending it to her, do I send her the link or do I just let her discover that we have a new one? Hmm. Big. I mean, do you usually send her the link? Yeah, something. I've sent her like two, two out of three of them. I think she follows the gram. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Nice. (laughs) Um, (laughs) All right. Well, I feel like we should probably wrap it up. Let everyone go. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like we've really we discussed it to the fullest extent. Um. Maybe we could do like. Our next episode being our top books of 2020 to start Ooh. off the new year. That could be fun. I like that. Um, and besides that, follow us on the gram, uh, Lit Pod. I don't really know how it's spelled, actually. There might be like two <laughs> Ds in there somewhere. 
but it will be down below. Um, happy reading, happy holidays. Oh, Elton's barking now. Um, we'll just wait for this to pass. <laughs> oh, while we're waiting, um, oh, I was, <laughs> I was wearing the glasses. <laughs> As, like, so blue cute. light blocking glasses. And I really like them. I haven't seen them on yet, but I'm pretty sweaty. They look really cute. That dog sometimes gets on my nerves. Okay. Have a great holiday season for everyone. I'm just going to keep talking. Um, For everyone out there. Um, Hopefully it snows wherever you are. It's snowing here. And happy reading. Uh, yeah, stay safe and <laughs> enjoy your Have life. Have some tidings of good cheer. Yes, Or whatever, whatever you desire in the holiday season. I hope <laughs> your dreams come true. I hope you eat some good food, and I hope you read some good books. I hope it's Lots the best season of your life. <laughs> Peace out.